that was too much energy for the morning. I, yeah. I don't feel I that know. way. It is Friday. It is so, Friday. That's true. Uh, we have some uh, some interesting places to go today and some things we have to uh, try to figure out kind of on the spot. Uh, we'll tell you about it. It's it's regarded the, uh, the kid who is supposedly being forced to be a girl against the dad's wishes. There's some confusing things as we have done some homework um, that I think you need to know about. First, let me tell you, our sponsor is realestateagentsitrust.com. We have over 1,000 agents all across the country. We have another 5,000 that are waiting to get on the list, but we want to make sure that we have absolutely the best agents, and we want to make sure that we have the staff to be able to follow to make sure that they are following through on their promise. They have a long track record of performance and success. There are no part-time agents or poor histories there. They are the experts in your area at evaluating the value of your home and getting it sold or going in and knowing the real value of a home that you want to buy. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. Go there now, realestateagentsitrust.com. Hello, America. It's Friday. Okay, we we have uh, an interesting place we find ourselves. And that is, we don't know what's true. We don't know what the actual facts are. We may be being manipulated yet again. Then again, it might actually be happening because the world is insane. We're talking about the the alleged little seven-year-old boy here in Texas that is being forced to be a little girl by the mother. And the father will fight, and it's an emotional case. Well, we have some new information uh, that we're struggling to kind of piece together here today, and I think you need to know about it. I don't know what it means yet. But before we go there, we want to take you back to the 1980s, to something that was done on Saturday Night Live that we used to find funny. Today, you'd be yelled at. Today, you'd be ostracized if you laughed at this bit. And it all revolves exactly around the case here in Dallas, Texas. We go there in one minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. All right, sometimes, you know, we all know things go bump in the night. Uh, sometimes things go bump in the day, too, when you're away from the home, and it's the bump uh, that you need to pay attention to, and usually in the day. Advances in home security over the past few decades have led to homes being a lot more secure than they ever have been before uh, with a home invasion. They usually happen, and you you know, we always think that burglar alarms, did you set the burglar alarm for tonight? Um, it's really not that time. That's not when they come in. They don't want you to be there when they are robbing your house. They usually do it during the day. Simply Safe takes the model of old security and turns it up to, you know, volume 10. Their state-of-the-art around-the-clock monitoring system is really now the first name in home security the equipment is high-tech nearly invisible once you put it in place you won't really even notice it 
All the while, it will be protecting you. No hidden fees, no contracts, no fine print, just you and Simply Safe. And for $15 a month, you'll get peace of mind. Simply Safe has a huge deal going on now with the system. It is simplysafebeck.com. If you go there, you order your system, you'll get a free HD security camera. When you order, it's a $100 value. You'll have eyes on your home 24-7 and video evidence if somebody tries to get in. Get your free HD security camera now at simplysafebeck.com. That's simplysafebeck.com. All right, I want to take you back into the 1980s. This is when Phil Hartman was still alive. This is this is when Saturday Night Live was still funny and good uh, and reflected uh, real comedy. They weren't trying to make any points. They were just taking crazy stuff and showing you, eh, this is crazy, and we're all laughing at this because it's crazy, right? Here it is with Phil Hartman playing a doctor who is delivering children and he's he continues to deliver only girls and the press is there in the hospital as bill murray and his wife what's her name uh in this sketch victoria uh, jackson jackson right? yeah, yeah shit. uh that's the that's the mom bill murray is the father and they have yet another girl and this doctor only delivers girls and so the other voice that you'll hear is the voice of the press. Yeah, the t- it's a Time magazine reporter. Magazine. Just again, show you how much magazine. things have changed. Okay. Yeah. So here it is. Listen to this. I love girls. <laughs> See, Ted really wants a boy. This is our eighth try. We'll try again. No, no more. <laughs> Doctor, will this one need that operation? Yes, I'm afraid so. What operation is that, Doctor. Well, every now and then, a little girl is born with a penis and testicles. And, of course, they have to be removed and reshaped. It's, it's quite routine. Five of our seven daughters have had this operation. Doctor, what percentage of the babies that you deliver need this operation? Oh, I'd say... 48, 49, 50, 51% in that area. Doctor, here are the reports you want. Oh, thank you, Louise. Just file them. Now, this is his, a nurse and in Louise a dress. Here was one of the first Clearly a guy delivered. with a beard. <laughs> Louise had a big date last night. How'd it go? Uh, same old problem. Uh, well, don't worry, Louise. Mr. Wright's out there somewhere. Well, Janet, Ted, I'll be seeing you next week. And thanks, Doctor. Goodbye. Nice to meet you, man. Bye, Doctor. Okay, bye-bye. Hey, Ted, buck up. A son is a son till he takes a wife, but a daughter's a daughter all of her life. God bless you and your work, Dr. Hawkins. Come on. Oh, Doctor, uh, I gotta leave early today. My electrolysis appointment. Uh, Well, of course, Louise, anything you want. Thank you, Doctor. Well, another little girl. Can you believe it? Dr. Hoffers, can't you see what you're doing here? I mean, the 48 to 51 percent, they're not girls. They're little boys. You have mutilated over 2,000 little boys. Mutilated. No. To the music here. No, they weren't boys. 
They were little girls, trapped in little boys' bodies. Holy cow, have we changed. Listen to the Twilight Zone kind of spooky, pull-the-face-off kind of music Mm -hmm. in the background. And the laugh line, the punchline of the joke is there little, little boys, boys trapped, trapped in little girls' bodies. Or little girls trapped in little boys' bodies. Sorry, yes. And then uh, you pointed it out, mutilated. That's how they referred to it. And it the mu- press yeah. had their mouth open. Mm-hmm. This woman, if you if you were watching on The Blaze, you saw that clip, and she had her mouth open the whole time. Mm-hmm. This is today. Except nobody is standing there going, uh, don't you know you're mutilating kids? It is legitimately, you know, our society has turned into a Saturday Night Live sketch. That's where we are. They, w- and now Saturday Night Live would never run oh that sketch. Oh my gosh, no. Of course not. No, they would apologize for that sketch. I, be- I would we not be surprised. We should put it out and force them to apologize for this. Because <laughs> you're right, they will apologize. They will apologize. They'll pull it off all the DVDs. They'll make sure it's not on the internet. As soon as this thing gets word that this is out there, you know... They're going to do everything they can to cover it We're going to post up. this today. We want you to post it and demand an apology <laughs> from NBC. Because they will. They will. They'll apologize. Well, they won't apologize to us because they'll know. But if there was a, somebody's got to come up with Mitt Romney, come up with some Twitter handle where you, where, Delecto. Yeah, where you are, you're a, you're a gay French man mm-hmm. and uh, you are a transgendered Frenchman woman, mm-hmm. them. And you demand an and apology. And you demand an apology. Look, I mean, things do change over 30 years, but I mean, it is it because of the pace that we go out with these news cycles, you lose track of how fast these things do change. I mean, that, that now that's 30 years ago. I mean, uh, you know, that's a that's a decent amount of distance. But these things, these were jokes that were made much more recently than that. And that's just a big example because that is the 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 billboard show for the left to mock culture, right? This is the thing. The left, not us, not the right. The left thought was funny back then. And now we're at the point where if you were to say those things, you'd lose your show. You're canceled. That's, that's a cancel culture moment right there. You're done if you run that sketch today. Uh, no, if Phil Hartman weren't dead, he yeah. could lose his job today yeah. for doing that 30 mm-hmm. years ago. That's a good point. You're right. You're right. Oh, my gosh. That is, that's absolutely incredible. Now, I will say it wasn't great supporting evidence that the show was funny at the time. Because it's yeah. not exactly a hilarious <laughs> sketch, but the point is there. You can see. I mean, it no, does. it's not funny. It wasn't as funny then. It's hysterical today uh, yeah. because that's really what's going on. That wasn't that wasn't popular. You, it was funny, but it it didn't connect to the culture because only a few people were saying something that crazy. Yeah, it was so. Yeah, it was it was too outlandish. It was too outlandish. Yeah. So so now you so now you have it, and now it's both tragically sad and hysterical. It would be hysterical if people felt comfortable to laugh, but they don't. You run that same script right now, that same thing, and you put that on Saturday Night Live. I don't think you would have the crowd laugh. I think you'd have very uncomfortable laughter. 
and you and would groaning. have and groaning and people like looking around like is this what is happening oh if i mean per- particularly the mutilated line if you were to say you're mutilating kids by cutting off their genitals well, and what reshaping did I say them yesterday right well, yesterday on this program, I was talking about genital mutilation. Yeah. We, we have such a problem with genital mutilation that happens in the Middle East, yet this is fine. Yeah. This is genital mutilation. If you call that genital mutilation today, not only would they gr- the, the whole audience would groan in New York City, but they would also, I bet you'd have three or four people stand up and start screaming and protesting and walking out and rushing the stage. You know what I mean? You'd have the moment where... Uh, they, you know, well, they only always do this to Democratic presidential candidates when they're not quite liberal enough, and they go up and they take their microphones and start speeches, and then the, you know, Bernie Sanders just kind of slumps into the background. <laughs> that whole thing that would happen on Saturday Night Live. It's crazy. Long okay, distance. all right. So I want to take I want to take a break because now we have to take you to Dallas because if you thought that story of the father defending the son was crazy, it's about to get more crazy and we'll give that to you here in uh, one minute so the apps that you can put on your phone it'll tell you how many hours you screen time you have every day and if you're not prepared prepared for it the uh the numbers will shock you the numbers will absolutely oh, shock you it's depressing i have one of those on my phone and it just pops up and reminds me how long i've been on it every every like hour yeah and i hate it I blame it, not me. Yeah, I, well, the app for telling me they're the problem. You know, I will tell you though, I did feel better. It was like uh, uh, productive hours, or what was it? It, it said work or something oh, they like that. Split it into like you're talking about the the one that's actually on Apple. Yeah, and they they have it split into like entertainment, social media, pr- productivity. They, yeah, productivity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was I looked at the numbers and I'm like, oh my gosh! And then it said productivity, and that was a huge bar compared to everything else. And I was like. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't believe that number, but it made me feel better. Anyway, um, you have apps that you can put on. How much time are you uh, spending really doing something important? Because there's people that are spending time online doing a lot of work. Unfortunately, a lot of them happen to be in the former Soviet republics, and they're, they're cyber criminals. It is their call of duty to try to get in to your stuff. Norton Secure VPN. We've talked about the benefits of having a VPN from Norton. Securing your Wi-Fi connection to help your online privacy. But now there's Norton 360. With Norton 360, you're going to get the VPN that we've been talking about. Plus real-time security for your devices. Plus a, a password manager. Can I tell you, how many things do you... Almost by. And then you just are like, oh, I don't want to put in all the passwords and I don't remember the past. How many things have you signed up for that you now you're, you haven't done it in a while? And you're like, oh, you know what? I want to check out Hulu. And you're like, put in your password. And you're like, I don't know my password. I don't remember that. <laughs> oh, anyway, um, it remembers all of those things and is a manager for them. All your logins and your passwords and a lot more. No one can prevent all cybercrime, but Norton 360 is a powerful ally for your cyber safety. So right now, if you order, you'll get 50% off your first year with the annual subscription at Norton.com slash back. That's up to 50% off at Norton.com slash back. We break for 10 seconds and back.
All right. So I have some questionable news for you. I don't want to make a judgment on this, but I would suggest that we all slow down. Now, there is a gag order. The guy was supposed to be on with us yesterday. And it it was curious to me that this was happening in Dallas and he was not on Dallas uh, radio or Dallas, uh, you know, a, a show like ours based in Dallas. Mm-hmm. Um, and the first thing that I asked Stu and he didn't I didn't even have to finish the sentence. We both said, why is this on RT? If. If you know anything about RT, that is a Russian news agency. And that was the one that first brought it out. And I thought, why is this not on Dallas or Fox News or Fox News first? And then RT picks it up. How did RT get this story? It's Russian. Okay. So we've been looking into it. We've been trying to get him on the phone. We've been trying to get her on the phone. The attorneys won't come on uh, either. Now, things changed. He was supposed to be on with us today, but apparently things changed because there was a gag order put on yesterday in court. But I want to show you a, a document that one of our producers, actually one of our producer's wife, uh, <laughs> Mike, his wife has been fascinated by this. So Mike's the wife? This is a, no, the Mike's modern, wife. modern society yeah. is What's interesting. The There's no yeah. question. Mm-hmm. So um, uh, and so they've been kind of digging into it and digging into it and went in and got the court documents that are available. And uh, this document is the findings of facts by the court. OK, this is not the the charges. These are the things the courts found as findings of facts. So it goes into they were married on this date, blah, blah, blah. Respondent induced petitioner into marriage by fraud. That was the case. That was her case. Uh, This was a fraudulent marriage from the beginning. And these are the findings of fact that led the court to go. Yep. Before the marriage lied to petition uh, petitioner about former marriages, lied about former relationships, lied about his education Respondent misled petitioner about being a professor by having sent uh, mail sent to him as Professor Younger uh, before the marriage. Lied to the petitioner about being a teacher at the University of North Texas before the marriage. Respondent lied to petitioner about his service in the Marines. Ooh, uh, lied about his military experience in the Army. Uh, lied about his prior income and earnings. Uh, lied about his sources of income. About his debt. Lied, uh, uh, failed to disclose extensive student loans. Um, He lied about working for a Fortune 500 company. Lied about his employment. Lied about his unemployment. Uh, Lied about not taking uh, unemployment compensation. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, Then it it just keeps going on and on and on. Then it talks about the petitioner and respondent had two children. Uh, James Damon Younger and Jude Daniel Younger. Boys born May 7th, 2012. They're collectively in this document now known as the boys. Okay, so this couple had two boys. However, the wife had two prior children, Zoe and Sydney. They're called girls in this matter for the court. Um, 
Okay, so then it goes into child support that he was in arrears and blah, 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 blah. Children, respondent engaged in inappropriate and hurtful treatment of the girls. Now, again, these are the uh, facts and conclusions of the law. Uh, Respondent engaged in inappropriate and hurtful treatment of the girls. The girls were good, sweet, hardworking, well-mannered children. Respondent forced the girls to do plank push-ups for extended periods of time while reading the house rules until the girls cried. Respondent would lock the girls down in their room and remove all their possessions from their rooms and would not let them participate in family activities. Respondents would put the girls in silent treatment and they could not talk until spoken to for many, many days. Respondents' actions caused harm to the girls. One of the girls developed a suicide plan. The other girl was cutting herself. Based in large uh, his treatment of the girls, petitioners asked respondent to move out of the residence. Both girls improved after he moved out. Respondent lied to the petitioner about the girls. The girls had a very good, safe, healthy relationship with the boys. Um, Respondent failed to uh, co-parent. Petitioner made attempts, blah, 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 blah. Uh, so we now know, and this is, I hate, I hate this, but every Disney movie is accurate, uh, when it comes to the evil stepmother or, you know, they don't ever use the, the evil stepfather. Um, but the, when you bring someone in to your family, it is more likely, uh, than not that those kids will be abused in some way or another. neglected or abused the numbers go through the roof on abuse a lot of times uh and it's not always but a lot of times you're saying higher than the normal levels yes okay yes if if you have a step parent in especially a guy with girls the odds of abuse goes through the roof hmm that's interesting i've never heard that um, but you know, obviously, it does create a dynamic of family of that. You know, it's a massive change. I mean, I you know, my, I had divorce when I was uh, young. My parents divorced, and it, it does change a lot of things in your life, right? I mean, it's certainly nothing like we're talking about here. Um, but it does get to a point where, you know, you're shaken as a kid, and you're trying to figure out, you know, what's going on in the world, right? So, you know, so, he said, she said, um, but it is not a clear cut case. And again. Uh, we should have said this from the day one because we said it to each other. Why is RT the lead on this story? Um, we don't know what's going on, but I urge you to slow down and wait for some more facts on this story. This is the Glenbeck Program. Real-life gunfights and robberies are not like the movies. In real life, 80% of all shots fired in self-defense will miss their targets, even when fired by a trained gun handler. Over 60% of the time, the assault victim is violently ambushed, and the average attack lasts three seconds. So that tells me, unless you're Tom Cruise, things aren't going to go well for you, necessarily. But it also says you better have a concrete plan, self-defense, and you better practice. If you're carrying a gun, you better be at the range. When you join the U.S. US Concealed Carry Association, you get instant access to industry-leading self-defense education, training, and legal protection. You'll have thousands of hours of life-saving resources from the USCCA's award-winning self-defense team right at your fingertips. 
and right now, just to introduce themselves, they're giving you a chance to win one of 17 guns. Every single day, they're giving these away. Just text the word Glenn to the number 87222 to claim your free entries to win. That's text the word Glenn, G-L-E-N-N, to the number 87222. Standard message rates and uh, data rates apply. I have a big story on what the media is lying about when it comes to the Ukraine situation. Uh, it's coming next week. Go to blazetv.com, use the promo code Glenn, get 10 bucks off your membership. We don't know, though. I know. We don't know. Fascinating. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. It's Friday. Bill O'Reilly's coming up in just a second. Pat Gray joins us. We are just going over this story in Texas, and I want to make it really clear. It doesn't matter what or if any of the stuff we told you about from this, this document that we got from the court records, it doesn't matter if this guy lied his face off and is a total dirtbag. If mom is still trying to transition a seven-year-old, I believe even if the seven-year-old says, I want to be a girl, mm-hmm. you don't do it. Should mm-hmm. be illegal. You, mm-hmm. you right. should. It's, it's mutilation and of children. And if he's an abuser and she wants to transition the kid, the kid should go to a third party. I don't know right. who. Yeah. I, I mean, <sighs> is there anybody sane in the family? So we don't know. There's we don't nothing, know. There's nothing in the court records here that show that. Um, uh, that now this is for the annulment. Okay, it wasn't even a divorce. It was annulment. Yeah, I think that's true. I mean, and, and it's a. Uh, it is after one, eight years of marriage. Weren't yeah. they married for eight years? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Can you get an annulment after eight years? Uh, when you when you make the case that she was making, apparently so. Mm. I mean, because she her case is basically the only reason, not the only reason, but a large part of the reason they got married was what she who she believed he was, mm. and then later found out. Like for she example, found out he was a he said that he worked for Fortune five hundred companies. He was in the Marines. He was also in the Army, which is kind of a weird kind of a weird thing. Uh, but Marines and Army, and he was a super friend. Which is pretty interesting. He was a part super of the Super friend? Friends. Yeah, that was the group of uh, superheroes that lived in the Hall of Justice. <laughs> really? Yeah, he was there for about six years. Well, that's uh, impressive. Yeah. She thought that he worked at the University of Texas. Uh, as North a prof- Texas, yeah. North Texas as a, uh, as a professor. None of these things were true. And the court, by the Except way. Except for the Super Friends. Yeah, that, that is true. He okay. uh, yeah, worked with Wonder Woman closely. But there was a situation <laughs> where... Um, well, I think that's impressive. I thought so, too. Yeah. Well, well, I guess you find out it's not the real Wonder Woman. It's the oh. one that was... It was Superman who transitioned, transitioned to Wonder Woman. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, so it was weird to see Superman who could strange. fly, yet flying an invisible plane. Why, <laughs> you would ask. But The court found these things that he did lie about. One of them, though, was this professor thing. And just think of the extent you're going to. What the court found mm-hmm. was that he said, he told his girlfriend at the time, hey, I'm a professor at North Texas University. Which, again, like I'm not, no knock on North Texas. But I mean, if I'm lying about a professorship, I'm going bigger than that. I'm going Ivy League, right? Yeah. I, that's where I'm going. Uh-huh. But okay, North Texas. So North Texas, he's a professor there. And he goes to the extent of not just telling her that, but then gets mail sent to him that says Professor Younger, right? So it looks like he is a professor, and he's not actually a professor. That If, if that, again, could the court be totally lying? Could the court have totally screwed this up? All those things are possible. But the court found that to be fact. And if that's true, that is an, an incredible extent to lie. And my, yeah. my concern about this case is the only real thing we have to believe 
that this mom is trying to transition the boy is the dad's word on Russia today. Right? Like, and, and, and that does not and mean other it's not. Places. And, and yeah, he's gone other places since. But that does not mm-hmm. mean that it hasn't doesn't happen. But you just want to be careful because we all know that if this story is true, a seven year old should not be transitioning. I think it should be illegal. We have age I limits on mm-hmm. all sorts of things. Yep. Uh, and this seems to be a rational one. On the other side of that, we don't want to jump on the on the side of of a questionable case to try to prove our point because if it does get disproved and again if it's coming from russia today it makes you nervous if it does get disproved then that hurts the entire uh, larger argument right and you know so we all i like there's no question that if even if he lied about all this crap and she's trying to transition a little boy into a little girl at seven years old i'm a hundred i don't i don't care about any of that but well, I'm no, nervous no, no, no. that we wait, don't wait, have wait, real wait, fact wait, wait. on it yet. It was easier. It was easier yesterday to say, "Oh man, this mom, this child should be kept with dad." Mm-hmm. Okay, so now the only thing that's changed is where does this child go? Wasn't he? If he is telling the truth about transition, and mom really wants to transition, now the complication has come in where you can't give that child to him because he is completely, uh, uh, you know, com- completely uh, ill-equipped to be a, to be this child's but dad. But wasn't he given the executorship yesterday? He was uh, he was yeah, given the the co. ultimate. Yeah, he was. But he, he's he can, the decider now. Is right? he the decider? Or he has. They have equal voice. So if one of them, they have to basically agree on equal something voice. like that. Yeah. So that he would be able to veto it essentially. Which, by the way, mm. is, is is not a bad situation. No, that's good. Yeah. Um. You know, if that's the way it ends, that's the way it ends. Though I, I mean, we still have to figure it out. We might find out tomorrow that the kid's been carrying around prescriptions for puberty blockers, and and then the story will go back to the way we thought it was. It's just you want to make sure that you don't. You know, like there's. When you have big things like this, we know this going back from court cases going way back in the day. The first, was it the first um, uh, black woman on a bus that was going to protest? Yeah. It, it wasn't Rosa Parks. No. It mm-hmm. was someone else, no. but they didn't like her backstory enough. It was, you know, they were worried she, she'd get attacked in the press. She and been, she was young. She was, she young, was young. She was pregnant mm-hmm. or she had a child and out of that wedlock. Mm-hmm. And at that time they were like, nobody is going to, she is not a good Face the right face for this. For Rosa this. Parks was. Correct. And that's, you know, the big reason we remember that. Now, that was a totally justified case and would have also been justified if it was the the woman with the more questionable background. It wouldn't mm. have made a difference in real life. But we know how these things get used. You just want to make sure that, you know, look, want to make sure that you're, you're, you're standing with fact. You're also mm-hmm. wanting to be sure, and I'm, I'm extra vocal on this, because Russia today was the way everyone first saw this. Mm-hmm. So if Russia today, that, that we know they are trying to feed misinformation. What if we could also get Al Jazeera confirmation on it, though? <laughs> that would be helpful. Yeah. That would be helpful. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we want to make sure that, I mean, because you're like, we all would say, how come CNN and ABC isn't on it? Well, they're not on it because that's not what they believe. Right. This is not mm-hmm. this is a not a popular story for them. There's no outrage, generally speaking, in their audience, so they're not. But you would think Fox would be on it. Yeah, I think Fox has been on. They've this covered story. it a little. They've bit. covered it. Mm-hmm. They've covered it. But the the right or the left has not. So the left will cover this if it's not exactly the way everybody says it is. Yeah. 
and they will use it not to discredit the dad or anybody else, but to discredit the right. Yeah. And look, they, there are many, many instances where the larger issue, as in this case, is very black <laughs> and white. But the specific instance isn't so black and white. Right. And that's OK. Mm-hmm. We, right. I mean, that doesn't mean we don't try to find the truth about it. Doesn't doesn't change the overall argument as to whether it's OK to transition seven year olds. Uh, but we just want to make sure that everything's uh, buttoned up. When you're tweeting, when you're put, talking about this, you need to say, I don't know if we should believe the father, but if this is happening, it shouldn't, it shouldn't happen. And the good thing here is that the court case yesterday, there was a late development in that, uh, as, as we kind of uh, were talking about off the air, where there's, they've now reversed the situation where she would be able to make this decision on her own. So now it would have to have the dad's approval. So if it was going to happen, now it should be theoretically blocked. And you wonder if that means that the stuff that we have as finding a fact from the state, uh, you know, because one of the things I had a problem with is, are, you're kidding me, a judge in this state? A judge in this state? Um, and so that may be, I mean, I'd like to see how do you give a guy like this a vote in the child's life if this mm-hmm. is the way he really is and she's just this saintly yeah uh, you know yeah it, it's it's a horse apiece it's uh, always a horse apiece right and there's no reason to believe she's this saintly per- perfect no, person there's either there's no there's just it's so fast we don't have enough of the evidence and it's you know there's very little evidence that any of this is happening other than him saying it on russia today right which is not and it's a, ideal just wow i mean don't have to say it again but if it is happening, I don't care if both of I don't care if it's Mother Teresa and Pope John Paul are the parents. Shouldn't be happening. Shouldn't shouldn't be, be happening. happening. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. So it would be weird if it was Pope John Paul because that uh, because there's rules around know, that. Yeah, there's I mean, I mean dead people got... don't normally yeah take care of children. It's hard to be active. Uh, is that so, what the yeah. rule is? Yeah, that's, that's the rule. They can't Especially normally yeah. celebrate. You know yeah. what? That's probably it's true, weird, too. Yeah. <laughs> they don't usually take Not care normally. of the children. Not normally. No. Yeah. No. It gets more it's and more so. difficult in death. <laughs> yeah. It does. It does. It does. It does. That's parenting, yeah. parenting it really for does. you. Know? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Pat, Mm-hmm. Uh, you're going to the uh, Mercury One Ball this uh, weekend. Am I excited? Yes, you bet. I am. There's no, you know, the, the nice thing about this one is, what was it? Two years ago, we did armadillo ref- races. I do. Yeah, it was that. two years ago, and they had they had us do them. And the first thing the guy said was, "By the way, we've checked <laughs> I love these. That. We've checked these. There's no chance of getting leprosy from them." Uh, we're like wait okay. a minute wait uh, we, we didn't know we didn't know mean? there was a chance of that <laughs> so pat and i are standing like 14 feet away from the armadillos <laughs> i did not want to touch that thing no yeah. and you know who did jeffy jeffy, jeffy, jeffy like, had it up on, his... on the back of the yeah. thing to make it move <laughs> jeffy had that thing on his chest licking his face oh yeah he's like oh i want my lips to fall off and then the armadillo filed a me too complaint <laughs> <laughs> and it was the armadillo that died yeah. shortly after the race well, this one does have leprosy. How did that happen? It did before the event. By the way, if you want to join us at the M1 Ball, you can uh, still get your tickets at uh, mercury1.org/ball. There's lots of ways for you to participate. You don't have to. You don't have to come. Uh, we have an online auction and everything else, and you can watch it this year for the first time. Mercury One slash M1 Ball. So does that mean like if there are, the drinks are flowing, it may be on camera? Is that 
no, it'll definitely be on camera, but we've strategically placed the cameras so you won't know you're on camera. So what you're saying is I need to change the way I behave at this event. Is that was that what no, you're? No, actually, okay. no. Uh, for I, my fu- for the future of my Stu, family, I'm only saying uh, this. my family, my my well being, my my job. Yeah, yeah. I'm only saying the camera thing for the audience. They oh, okay. think they'll be able to watch it. You're fine. Oh, okay, good, good, good. <laughs> Nobody gonna be watching. Line up the shots. So yeah, mm. yeah. Just be who you usually are. <laughs> All right. Uh, let me tell you about my pillow. Uh, I think I have cracked the code of sleep and. We have to talk about this yeah. because I'm getting mail from people. I really, truly believe I've cracked the code of sleep. You have to have the right mattress. Heroin. It's it's wonderful. It right? is just, it just You put that mattress mm-hmm. down on the floor of any place. <laughs> and it just starts like, floating. Um, it's amazing. You, you put it down in a bus station. You get some heroin. You shoot up. And you are asleep. It is great. You really do believe you. I, I'm fascinated by this and want your information Desperately. Okay, so I'll give I'll give it to you. Let me first give you this, and I am not saying this because they're paying me. I'm saying this because I'm astounded that I actually love this because I love down pillows. This is not my pillow is not a down pillow, and I I every day I pick it up. I honestly do this. I pick it up and I'm like, I can't believe I'm going to sleep with this pillow one more night. Because I know it's going to disappoint me at some point, but I sleep all the way through. I never turn it. I, I'm always shuffling pillows, turning them because they get hot and they get flat and whatever. This is, I don't know what's in it, but it's like magic beans. <laughs> it is the best. It's my pillow. Go and look at all of the MyPillow products. The towels, their sheets are really, really good. Go to MyPillow.com. Click on the new radio listener specials, and you'll find great deals on everything, including the buy one, get one free uh, pillow. Uh, You buy one. and I mean, do I need to finish this for you? You Go right now to MyPillow.com. MyPillow.com. Enter the promo code BECK. Uh, radio listener specials click on that make sure you use the promo code back and you'll save including the buy one get one free mypillow.com you're listening to glenn beck Welcome to the uh, program. So glad that you have uh, joined us. It is Friday. Bill O'Reilly joins us here in uh, just a second. We have a guest in our studio. I just, I know there's a lot of fans of Daryl and Carlo who used mm-hmm. to work at KLIF uh, and uh, then in uh, Phoenix and uh, haven't seen him in a long time. It's good to see you, Daryl. Good to have you. Um, we have Bill O'Reilly coming up in just a second. I do want to, and I also have some economic news, but it's Friday. I mean, do you really... Yeah, there's some really disturbing things and they're global. They're not necessarily. And there's something that's happening in Russia that I think we should be aware of. I'm going to interrupt you right now to ask about Katie Hill naked photos. Yes, because that's it is Friday. Have you seen the Mm -hmm. you know, by the way, if you want to see the photos, you have to go to the British press because nobody in America, it's all banned. You can't see it. Would they do this? If it were Jeff Sessions, I mean, <laughs> yes, and they should. They should. They should, they should ban but they all wouldn't. Jeff they wouldn't. Sessions naked photos. I'm totally with them on that. Yeah, uh, and they're trying to say that she's wearing. She has like a Nazi tattoo, no. which I don't think is true. No, wait, wait, wait. 
I want to do something that the left would never do for us. Mm-hmm. That's not a tattoo that is necessarily Nazi. It's biker gang. She's trying to be a tough chick, blah, blah, blah. A lot of people who are not Nazis mm-hmm. have that tattoo. I don't know any of them, Yeah, uh, but people can have the Iron Cross. You need to have the Nazi symbol in the center, which yeah. I don't think she has. So... It, she's not a Nazi. But there's multiple staffers that she seems to be with. She uh, does seem to be doing, you know, smoking pod, doing a bong of some sort uh, in the photos. Bottom line here, and this is an important thing for everyone to know. Um, there are about five people in the world that should take naked photos of themselves. Yeah. Uh, she is not one of them. I am not one of them. You, Glenn, are also not one of them. Hey, I'm listening well, in my car. Me. Am I one of them? No, you're not one of them. <laughs> Unless you happen I to think be this is fat shaming. This is, I think you're fat it's shaming. It's shaming of the horrible human body except for like five people on Earth. If you're a Victoria's mm. Secret model and you're in your car and you're saying, well, should I take naked photos? Yes, you're one of the five. Even, even if you're like an athlete of some sort. Yeah. Maybe. 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 But you know Maybe. what? Let's lose the body issue of ESPN magazine or whatever that is where all the all the, the athletes come out and they pose naked and we're supposed to say, well, the human body is beautiful. No, it isn't. It's awful. <laughs> Get There's five people on earth where it's beautiful and everyone else looks like crap. Right. This is a lesson for all of us. Just because you have a camera on your phone doesn't mean you have to point it at your junk. I, doesn't you know, mean I you have to be know. without clothes. I honestly don't know who thinks that's a good idea. I and I don't mean just like, hey, they could use this against me. I mean, man, that looks good. Yeah, exactly. That body part looks great. Again, like you look at Katie Hill in normal. So she's a perfectly fine looking person. It, but it's like it's just not a complimentary thing. It just doesn't work for human beings. I mean, this is why dogs have. And you fur. know, she didn't. <laughs> and she didn't take. She didn't take the photo. If somebody no. is there in the room and I'm completely naked and they got their camera pointed at me, I'm like, "What are you nuts? Stop!" She was posting them on on <laughs> on sites I, to solicit more activity. I know this and is not sane. Isn't it weird how the media is treating this? Mm. Is the Glenn Beck program. Lori, appreciate hey, that. Thank you. Sorry. Glenn's running his mouth as usual. So we're just. Uh, what does that mean? I mean, just trying to make sure. Look, if you know. have a. Let's say you have deep pain. Um, there is relief factor. But I have this deep pain in my ass, <laughs> and relief factor can't make it go away. Huh. I've tried scrubbing, I've tried soaking. Mm-hmm. I might have to try firing. And if I start firing, maybe that deep pain in my ass will go away. Maybe. maybe. You should give it a whirl. <laughs> it's, uh, please no. Uh, relief Factor. Relief Factor. 100% drug-free. Created by doctors. Three-week quick start. Only nineteen ninety-five. It's a dollar a day like a trial pack. This has greatly helped me. In fact, I'm going shooting today uh, for a charity. I'm going with some Navy SEALs. I, I, when I was going through all of the pain before I started taking Relief Factor, I couldn't shoot more than a couple of shots because the vibration would just send me into a, a, a nightmare, a death spiral. I'm going shooting today with Navy SEALs. ReliefFactor.com. It works. Try it. ReliefFactor.com. Call them now, 800-583-84. ReliefFactor.com.
fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. Hello, America. It's Friday. So glad to have you listening today. Now, that may change for you. You might like, I love listening. It's Friday. That's great. And then you realize, oh, geez, Bill O'Reilly is next. Well, I can't do anything about it. He's got a lot. To, he's got a lot to say. Uh, and, and we're going to start at a new poll that is out that says 70% of us, 70% of Americans believe we are on the verge of civil war. Your mood, your mood's not going to improve. <laughs> I don't think your mood's going to improve. Bill O'Reilly in one minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Right now in America, there is someone waiting, waiting for you to drive out of your driveway and uh, go in and steal the stuff from your house before running off, trying to get away. And if he's smart, he knows that depending on what alarm system, if any, the homeowner has, he has an average of about 45 minutes before the police show up. Unless that house has Simply Safe, in which case the smart burglar is apt to try for a different house. Because Simply Safe, they have the average response time for the police goes from 45 minutes to 7 minutes. That difference saves your house from being violated. That difference comes from Simply Safe's technology. They are the only state of the art, round the clock monitoring, most respected in the business. It is $15 a month. You can cancel anytime. There's no contracts, there's no strings. You own the system. But when you have the monitoring, they are the only ones that can give you the kind of security that, you know, the Apple that big apple circle thing in in California would have you get this the police to respond quickly simply safe they have a huge deal going on right now go to simplysafebeck.com get a free HD security camera when you order it's a $100 value you'll have eyes on your home 24/7 and the video evidence if someone tries to get in get your free HD security camera now at simplysafebeck.com that's simplysafebeck.com We go to Bill O'Reilly, who's got a new book out, The United States of Trump. If you really want to understand how Trump arrives at the decisions that he does, you want to know why he's calling people human scum, uh, you can read the book uh, and you really will have a different insight into uh, the president of the United States and how he thinks. Welcome to the program, Mr. Bill O'Reilly. I'm going shooting. I'm going to go shooting, but I've never gone before. Maybe you can give me some tips, Beck. Are you serious? You're going shooting? Uh, no. Okay. Not serious. All right. Thank you for that. <laughs> because right. in, here, you live in Texas. If I went shooting in New York, I would be in the penitentiary. Yeah. <laughs> would put cuffs on me. Right. And I couldn't go. I have a water gun. I do. Ooh. Um, so if anybody but, tries to attack you in the pool, you can squirt them in the eye. That's good. That's, that's, that's good. right. Um, actually, I call them human scum, and they flee. Right. Okay. So let me let me uh, let me take you first before I get to the new poll and human scum. Yeah. Let me take you first to uh, the 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 skiff and all the things that are happening behind closed doors. Bill, right. I don't mean this as a pejorative, but you are old enough to remember the uh, impeachment of Clinton and the impeachment of 
of um, of... Andrew Johnson. I was there. (laughs) No, I I wasn't going to say that. I was going to be nice, but you were there Um, uh, of Nixon. And they had they had meetings that were not on uh, and hearings that were not on camera at the time. But Mm -hmm. I don't remember it feeling like this. Well, you remember Sam Irvin uh, for the Nixon situation. Um, He was the folksy North Carolinian who uh, was a senator that brought sanity to the whole thing. So we live, obviously, in a different country now. And I say that literally. This United States today, 2019, is not the way it was in the late 60s, early 70s. There is no civility anymore. There's no Sam Irvin. Sam Irvin would be called a bad name now if he were walking around. Um, So Schiff is a guy, he is what I call a political assassin, Mm -hmm. right? He's not a congressman. He gets elected, but his job is to assassinate people, verbally or legally, whatever it is. It's not to be reasonable. It's not to search for the truth. It's not to improve the country. All right? Everyone should know that. So Schiff basically says, look, this is a charade. We, Nancy Pelosi, myself, Nadler, everybody, we know there's not going to be any conviction in the Senate. Oh, we know that. But in conjunction with the New York Times, Washington Post, NBC, and CNN, we're going to hoist a scenario on the American people. And that scenario is that this man, President Trump, is, quote, unquote, not fit to serve. So we're going to get the uh, Russian collusion thing up and running. Oh, uh, well, it didn't work, but two years, two years of smearing Trump every day. Now we got to get something new. So now we got impeachment, abuse of power. I wrote a uh, a little mini column in BillOReilly.com and said, if abuse of power is the standard of impeachment, then every single president since Washington could be impeached. And I gave examples. Even Abraham Lincoln could have been impeached for suspending habeas corpus. Mm -hmm. So anyway, you get a situation where it's all about messaging. So Schiff says, we don't really want everybody to hear and see what the impeachment situation is. We don't want that because there really isn't anything. We don't really have a crime here. So what we're going to do is have secret secret conversations um, in our committee, and then we'll leak them to the New York Times and Washington Post. It'll put them on page one. And there'll be so much damage done that people will either walk away from Trump or he'll implode. That's another thing that people don't talk about. They're trying to put so much pressure on Trump that he's going to implode emotionally. Because we know that we can't beat Trump in the next election as it stands now. There's not one Democrat in the field that can beat him. So we've got to destroy him before we get to Election Day 2020. And therein lies the answer to your question so what is what is the actual motivation and i know you just talked about but i don't buy that if you are if you are on the left you know that america 70 percent of americans think we're on the verge of civil war you know as you know as an american that we are in trouble you know as an american that half of the country wants him impeached but the other half will say if you if you impeach this guy especially with secret testimony and everything else it's a banana republic and the other half of the country won't stand everything they seem to be doing just seems to be 
poking people in the eye. The top two reasons that Americans give for civil war, violation of the Second Amendment, they're all over that. They're actually saying we'll come with cops to your house to take your guns. The second one is impeachment for a president that that doesn't look like he should be impeached or if there's secret uh, secret meetings, et cetera, et cetera. They're doing they're riding on both of those. So they know that is the is it really just about getting rid of Donald Trump or is this uh, a way to destroy us and head us into civil war? You know, I'm actually impressed with that analysis, Beck. <laughs> well, usually you would say, you. I don't I know. I don't you. deal with theories. I only right. deal I with facts. I was going <laughs> to mock you for saying that I don't agree with you. But I, uh, but then, as you explained, it's not really a disagreement. You just want more uh, clarity. And yes. I'm going to give it to you in a moment. Right. But I am very impressed with that. Oh, thank you. Um, because there is that. another aspect to this. And that aspect is we want to blow this blanket system up in America. Because we believe it's run by white supremacists. And we want to blow the whole thing sky high. But Nancy Pelosi, does she actually believe that? No, no, that? no, not her. It's not her. She's, she's way behind. This is the New York Times, the pinheads at the uh, academics in the uh, universities. They said, here's what they're saying, Beck, just so you and Stu know. This is behind closed doors. Now, I'm going to ever say in public. Any country that could elect Donald Trump has to be changed radically and dramatically. So we're going to blow this system up. That's why you've seen the rise of the socialists and the rise of people who are saying things that could never have been said four years ago. Barack Obama would never have said nearly any of this stuff the Democrats are saying. Imagine Barack Obama standing on the stage debating John McCain, looking at the camera, going, you know what, John? I want to give uh, free health care to every illegal alien in the country. You imagine him saying that? No, they are introducing a bill in the House today on free housing. Free housing for all, all right, Americans. You're, you're making my point. Yeah, I know. They want to blow it. up the system. <laughs> they want to blow it up. because, And it happened when Trump got elected. It was so appalled. And this is the New York Times even said it. They even said it. A columnist of theirs said... We're not going to cover this fairly. We're not going to try to find that truth out of anything. We're going to use our power to destroy the man because he's not fit to be president. And that's the greater good. And that has been embraced by 90% of the national media. It's, it's way beyond the daily ridiculous blather on cable news. It's way beyond that. It's into sedition. It's into undermining the Constitution. That's where it's all going. And now, I mean, I'm not a paranoid guy. You know me. I don't do conspiracy theories. I'm basing my stuff on facts. And, and what I, the way I framed the United States of Trump, the book was, listen, they hate him. Here's what they hate him. It's not the Republican Party. It's him that he could do this, that he could get elected without them. He didn't need the press. He didn't need the Republican Party. He didn't need any of it. He went right to the folks. That's the theme of the book. 
And, and that's the danger that they see. And then they justify it by saying the greater good for America is destroying him and the system that allowed him to get power. All right. So <clears throat> thank you very much. That, that was excellent. Applause. Do we need to clap? Yeah, I, I'm not sure how this works. OK, so 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 let me let me go here. Yes. What the hell is wrong with the president when he's going on saying never Trumpers are human scum, all this oh, stuff? Back, back, what is he back. doing? It's emotion. It's emotion. He Does feels he have no control of his emotion? Very little. <laughs> you read the book. Is there a chapter where there is obvious control of his emotions? No, <laughs> no but that's a reason right. not to have the football around. No, but you got to understand, the guy feels persecuted. I know, I know, yeah. I know. Okay? And legitimately and he's so. Saying, he's saying that Mitt Romney, to himself, well, probably to his advisor, he's going, Mitt Romney knows this is a charade. He knows this is all bull, and he's attacking me anyway. And he's so angry about that kind of a betrayal, he sees it as a betrayal, all right, that he just blurts. He blurts like Stu. He blurts, <laughs> all right? And, and me. does he care mm-hmm. about unintended consequences? No. Uh, no, he doesn't. He's never, he's never cared about that. Bill, can we, can we bring it back to what you, a point you made earlier? And, you know, look, you wrote the United States of Trump. You know Trump better than probably anybody in the media, especially from someone who actually will say things that are, are critical of him. And you brought up the idea that the Democrats were essentially trying to bait him into destroying his own presidency with outbursts yes. of emotion do you think that's right. is that really possible do you what are the chances yes. of them oh, succeeding it, i'm worried about donald trump i said that last week with you guys uh i'm worried about the man i mean he has undergone i've never seen a human being in the public arena undergo what he has of you no mm. The no. only one close is Abraham Lincoln, and all you need to do is look at a picture of Abraham Lincoln when he, in his first inaugural address, and a picture two days or three days before he was assassinated. Yeah. I mean, a, fair, a period of four years, this man aged 25 years. Yeah. Okay? So that's the kind of pressure that Donald Trump, it has not been one day that Donald Trump has not been accused of something. And then not only accused, but joyously accused. Mm-hmm. All right. There's no respect for the office of the president now. There's no respect for the process of the executive branch. Everything he does is evil and bad. And I don't think he's got a support system in there, because he never has had, that can put all this in perspective for him. Well, he also doesn't have a support system uh, around him. Some of the people that he has surrounded himself with are are leakers. So, I mean, he has got, he's got nothing. He's got nothing. He except his family. A lot of support. Look, everybody listening to us right now, all the tens of millions of people listening to us right now, have had trials in their life, all right, where they have felt abandoned and almost despaired. If just step back, think about what you went through, and then magnify it a thousand times. And that's what Donald Trump is experiencing. The only therapy and relief he has are these rallies. Okay. Where he goes and, and there's adulation directed to him. All right. Um, Bill, I'm going to take a quick break, but I just, I just want to leave this section on, on this. This is the kind of stuff that usually humbles people and pulls them down to their knees. 
uh, because that's your only solace. Uh, and I wonder if that is is happening at all with this president, uh, because that is that's what happened to Abraham Lincoln. That is exactly what happened to Abraham Lincoln. All right. Back in just a second. <clears throat> Five minutes after the hammer has fallen, you're standing there just starting to finally realize that your world is about to come crashing around uh, all around you. You've seen this happen to other people. The thing that I and others have warned about. It's just happened to you. Someone came along, stole your identity in the process. They took your dignity, your credibility. And the last one really is the one that hurts because that's the only thing that you have. Imagine this moment and then realize it doesn't have to happen if you have LifeLock. LifeLock works around the clock that makes sure your data is safe. It ensures that if there is a threat, you're made aware of it as soon as possible and that they have a... uh, a, a team of U.S.-based restoration specialists that work to fix it so you get your good name back. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but LifeLock can see the threat that you might miss on your own. Act now and get 10% off your first year with promo code BACK. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK or visit LifeLock.com. Use the promo code BACK and save 10% off your first year. It's LifeLock.com, promo code BACK. We break for 10 seconds and back to Bill. So, Bill, there's a couple of things um, that uh, that I have found that I, I find disturbing, and I'm going to talk more about them on Monday. Um, but we've got 69% um, of U.S. households are preparing now for a possible recession. The numbers in California are crazy. The Nobody's shopping, nobody's going out to eat. I mean, the five worst cities in America are all in California on their spending. And I love this. The press are saying it's because they're people are worried about the impeachment. Oh, my gosh. Shut up. That is not what's happening. But then you also have uh, a a poll that has been released. It shows uh, about 70 percent, 67 percent of Americans believe we are on the edge of civil war. Well, I've been saying, you know, for uh, years that we're in a domestic civil war, a social civil war. I wrote a book way back on it called Culture Warrior and predicted it. Um, I don't believe we're ever going to get in a violent civil war in this country. I don't think it's going to come to that. Mm. We will have, in, in, I predict, in the next election cycle, individual acts of violence. You will see fights and things like that outside different rallies, and uh, that will happen. So emotion has overtaken us as a people. Rational thought, not really at the forefront. Uh, President Trump partially responsible for that. You have to be honest, all right, because his reaction to the unfair attacks against him is very emotional. And so his followers see that and they justify it the same way that I described the attacks on the press. They justify not reporting the truth or seeking the truth by the fact that we have to get that guy out of there. That's the greater good. Well, Trump supporters say the greater good is I'm going to act in a way that is emotional to defend my guy. So you basically have trouble ahead. Um, Americans really don't understand. And I'm not being supercilious. Word of the day, supercilious. All right. But they don't really understand the big picture of what's happening here how the country has been fundamentally damaged by a corrupt media that will not tell you the truth, even if they know it. 
They don't understand it. Trump does viscerally, and he's off the chart furious. And that's why he's venting, lashing out. And the lash out, all right, exacerbates the social civil war. So let me disagree on one thing. And I hope you're right and I'm wrong, but I think we would break out. No, we're not. It's not. There's too much to lose. Americans, even with all of the turbulence in our country today, live well. Um, Most of us have unbelievably, uh, unbelievable luxuries that our fathers and mothers and grandparents never dreamed of. We have our machines. We have our big screen TVs. We have our luxury automobiles. We have air conditioning. We have everything. We have a lot to lose. And so we also are out, we also are a group of people that don't realize how much we have. To well, lose. when you get when you act out in a violent way, people then know that you there you've crossed the line. OK, so let me give you this scenario. Uh, they impeach the president and uh, they take him out and half the country knows this is bullcrap. Uh, they pull- happen. It's not going to happen. Right. Uh, okay. If, okay. If that did happen, then I'd have to revise and, and say, but that will not. Okay. So happen. let's that let's not do it. Tell me your view on the impeachment trial and how this thing is going to play out. We'll go to Bill O'Reilly with an answer to that question in just a second. Stand by. You're listening to Glenn Beck. American Financing Corporation, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. You know that mortgage rates are down more than 1% since late 2018. Now, maybe that doesn't sound uh, like a lot, but consider this. If you're looking for a $300,000 mortgage last year, you'd pay $240 more every single month than you would pay now. A lower rate, even 1%, can make a huge difference in your budget. That's why I really strongly urge you to be responsible in your spending. The last thing we need is another housing crisis. But if you are in the place right now where buying that house or even refinancing your current mortgage is the right financial move for you, you need to call American Financing. The market is still doing well. Hopefully, it'll do so for a long time. But now is the time to take advantage of the rates because they won't be around forever. It's American Financing. Their salary-based mortgage consultants will work with you to develop a plan that's best for your needs. And there are no upfront fees, no pressure. These people work for you. A 10-minute phone call to American Financing can make all of the difference. American Financing at 800-906-2440. It's 800-906-2440 or AmericanFinancing.net. Bill O'Reilly spent hours and hours talking to Donald Trump directly for his new book. It's the United States of Trump. It's a bestseller. You can get it at bookstores everywhere. This is the Glenn Beck Program. It's Friday. We're glad you're here. Bill O'Reilly is with us. Before we go back to Bill, let me just uh, say that next Wednesday, uh, if you're Mitt Romney and you're on Twitter in disguise, part two of our chalkboard, uh, part two, uh, we're going to show you what the media is doing and how they are. First, we're going to lay out the Democratic case, and then we're going to show you how the media is just I mean, we lay out the five rules of journalism. 
they on every one they're violating all five and we'll show that to you but it is um, a ramp up to something else that is going to happen in about three weeks we want this one to be very buttoned up uh, but we have uh, found that the the chalkboard when I said this is about power and money does not go far enough we found out through some digging and some stumbling onto a name that we're like why do I know that name? We had to go back to our files that we did at Fox, and we know now why. And it is really, really bad. That's all coming up on the Blaze TV. Uh, our first special is next Wednesday. Bill O'Reilly, quickly, your summary of how you think this is going to play out. Okay. Um, why quickly, Nick? Uh, because I've got a lot of other things to talk to you about. Okay. All right. Yeah. I thought you're getting tired of me. Uh, oh, yeah, I also happened, need, but... if you would, uh, I need 30 seconds oh, for a geez. plug at the end. All I'm, right. Uh, all right. All right. Okay. Thanks. Okay. I'm going to keep it simple because I'm a simple man. So there was a big story yesterday that everybody missed. Everybody in the country missed. It was a leak from the Justice Department. Mm, we didn't miss it. No, but you didn't know why it was done. Ooh. So it came out that Barr and Durham, the U.S. attorney investigating possible corruption in 2016 election, have now shifted into a criminal enterprise. They're mm-hmm. looking at criminal charges. Now, everybody went, ooh, 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 ooh. Now, why, why did that happen? Why was that leaked? Number one, you don't put out a press release on that. So it was given to a couple of news organizations that are sympathetic to President Trump. Number two, it was done because that is the Trump defense, that there was criminal activity inside the American federal government Mm -hmm. during the 2016 election. Mm -hmm. And that is why Donald Trump made the call to Ukraine and did other things. I can can guarantee you that the stuff that we put on the chalkboard is what they're pursuing. Not that they got it from us, but that is... A very strong case for criminal right. you activity. You and I are simpatico there. Me, yeah. you, and the chalkboard are yeah. on the same. We're, we're simpatico, yeah. right? Yep. Okay. It's criminal. All right. So that that yesterday was a huge deal that nobody, none of the news people figured it out. All right. That oh, yeah. leak was designed to tell the American people this impeachment is going nowhere because we have a very strong defense. And in addition... Because they mentioned Horowitz, who you never hear about. Well, Michael Horowitz is uh, Inspector General of the Justice Department is going to come out with his soon. That means that Horowitz has something. They never would have leaked it out if he didn't have anything, ever. So he's got something. First thing comes out, probably next week or the week after, Horowitz says, the FBI did this. Boom, 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 boom. Second thing comes out, probably in March or April, um, the final justice report. And indictments. Indictments. Look, the attorney general is not flying to Italy to see the Spanish steps. Okay? (laughs) Mm -hmm. He's going there because there's criminal activity that happened. And it could be partly a Ukrainian connection. And it could involve the Obama administration's State Department. Keep your eye on the State Department. So all of that... All of that negates, will negate, any kind of validity of impeachment. 
I think, Bill, too, I mean, it's one thing to say Donald Trump is some crazy partisan. There's some one thing to say that Rudy Giuliani's a bad guy. Even Barr, they've gone to that, that place with. But Durham is no, about as unimpeachable Durham. a source. Uh, can't. Yeah, they can't do anything to this they guy. They can't do it. And that's why the media, all right, and the big four, as I've mentioned many times, are so intent in getting Trump now in the court of public opinion, besmirching him so he can't make a comeback. It's not going to work, but that's a no, strategy. It won't. it won't work. Uh, so, Bill, let me ask you this about yes. the uh, inspector general's report. It's been we've been waiting and waiting and waiting, and it's always rumored that it's right around the corner, which yeah. gives to me credence. I didn't understand what we were waiting for, um, but it gives credence if you go back to the chalkboard they have so much that involves so much of the government, especially, like you said, the State Department, but also the Justice Department, that if I were the president of the United States, I mean, me, if it were me, I would be like, release it all, let the chips fall where they may. But most presidents would say, wait a minute, what is this going to do for the integrity? Let, can we clean it up and not let people see all of it and really get it clean? Which parts do we release, et cetera, et cetera? It, d- does it make sense that the inspector general's report hasn't come out um, and now, it, it, now it, it, it looks like it is when they have criminal charges because Donald Trump was like, torch them, torch them all. Well, Horowitz isn't going to recommend criminal charges at all. All he's going to do is say, within the Justice Department, because that's his purview, he can't Right, get right, out. right. I know. Yeah. You know, this is what they did. This is what they did. Here, here's what Comey did. Here's what Cabe did. Here's what Strzok and Page did. But why right, has this been held? going to do. Why has this been rumored to come out and then be held and because, held and held? Because Barr is a very methodical man who doesn't want any loose ends and doesn't want to get bitten in the butt by something that Horowitz isn't sure about or he can't. It, they are so paranoid because they know the press is never going to report it accurately. And one mistake, one comma, all right, is going to blow up in their face. And Horowitz himself is not exactly a profile in courage. He's a bureaucrat. He's a guy with suspenders back. Sitting there, go. Oh, am I going to get in trouble when I say this? <laughs> all right, that's the system. They call it the swamp. All of that. That's what it is. All right. But so I am pretty confident after yesterday's leak that they have something. Uh, let me go to uh, Hunter Biden now in uh, not Ukraine. Uh, where was it, Stu? Uh, Romania, Romania is the newest one. Yeah, Romania. Well, I understand that he's associated with Dracula. Um, <laughs> well, he's a bloodsucker. Yeah, I, I think. In fact, here, here's what happened: he got put on the board of directors of the Vampires Union in Transylvania. <laughs> he's not a vampire. Right. He doesn't know anything about right. vampires. <laughs> how did he get on the board of vampires? He doesn't know how to stay up at night, hang from the ceiling, live in a coffin. <laughs> how did he get on the board? And why? Right. Why did Joe Biden threaten to drive stakes through everybody's heart unless they put him on the board? I mean, so, it is essentially that story. It though. really Again, is. It I really mean, is. if it sounds familiar, you know, Hunter Biden bizarrely giving legal advice to some corrupt 
rich person in Romania while at the same time Joe Biden was leading a policy to fight corruption in Romania. I mean, it sounds awfully familiar, Bill. I'm shocked. <laughs> Look, I'm going to go camping with Humper, Hunter Biden soon, and I'll get the whole story, mm-hmm. um, you know, on but. Um, Joe Biden himself is an old-time politician. Everybody knows this. Ever since Martin Van Buren, people have been doing this, all right? Elected senators, vice presidents, presidents, they help their friends. They help their family. That's what the Bidens got caught doing. It's not going to go away. Whether Americans care or not, I don't know. Bill O'Reilly, you've got 30 seconds. All right, I'm going to do two live shows called Understanding Trump. I'm actually doing four, but the Boston show this weekend is sold out, and the Palm Springs show is sold out. We're going to be in Mesa, Arizona uh, on November 15th, and we're going to be in Huntington, Long Island on December 15th. Those dates are approximate. I'll show up, but though. Uh, BillOReilly.com has it. You want to see the Understanding Trump, the beginnings of the tour? Please go there. Thank you, Beck. That was very generous of you to give me that time. 29.30. Perfect. You're welcome. Hmm. What a professional. Bill O'Reilly. I try. I try. And now I have to go shooting with my water gun. All right. (laughs) Goodbye. Bill (laughs) O'Reilly. We'll talk to you next week. Uh, I think our our job is done here. I mean, they say leave them wanting more. We should just... I mean, that was pretty good. None of it's the just, big show, though, this week. Uh, really? I feel like it's more I of a. I feel like Wednesday was the big show. So this is the post, post big show? Post, post big show. Wow. I mean, we were going to have. be the, the pre big show because Monday is going to be pretty spectacular. Monday's a big show. Yeah. So, so I don't know if it's the big show, but it's a big show. Might be the pre big show. Might mm. be the pre pre big show. Could be. But this we know is definitely a post big show. Yes. The post, post big show. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyway, car. What this even means Car Shield. <laughs> car Shield. Uh, when you take your car in, you're like, okay, what, 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 blown head gasket sealer ring thing. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, oh man, wow, that's that's bad. I was thinking about fixing that on my own. What, what, what is that? What does that mean? Well, it's not good. That's no matter. Well, your uh, blinker defibrillation wires are all screwed up and you're like what does that mean well it's not gonna be good <laughs> that's, what it always, that's what it always is so why put yourself through that all the time car shield car shield makes the process of fixing your car for a covered repair amazingly simple you can have your favorite mechanic or the dealership do the work that's usually not an option um Car Shield also uh, provides 24-7 roadside assistance and a rental car while yours is being fixed for free. So don't let the check engine light come on and uh, change your life. Get covered the ultimate in extended vehicle protection, just like I have. It's uh, Car Shield. Go to carshield.com slash Beck, carshield.com. Use the promo code Beck. You're going to save 10%. It's 1-800-CAR-6000, 1-800-CAR-6000, carshield.com, promo code Beck. Deductible may apply.
Hey, you want to feel good about yourself? I mean, as a nation, you want to feel you want to feel good about yourself? Like, hey, at least we aren't there. I can't help you. But uh, they're doing something that in Australia that I know we'll do if we haven't already. Um, Kmart in Australia has removed a children's Halloween costume from its shelves because of a petition started by a concerned parent. Uh, They now call this Beyond Inappropriate. Now, think of all the Halloween costumes that you've seen. Then this one's for girls that you would classify as beyond inappropriate. Can you name anything? Right. Uh, You've got the uh, sexy nurse. Sexy cop. The sexy cop. The sexy anything. The sexy. Right. Every secretary. The sex. The sexy pole bearer. The sexy, the sexy actuary was a weird one. I didn't. <laughs> yeah, know. I mean, it's okay. they're all like mm-hmm. the, girls and women's uh, Halloween costumes are almost always. And I want to quote beyond inappropriate. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this mom did something great. Uh, Australia's Seven News reported that Shannon B asked the outlet to keep her name anonymous, but she noticed the costume when Halloween shopping for her daughter. Oh. It was selling on the shelves for $6 and being made and marketed for children as young as four years old. She said this is beyond inappropriate and offensive, and Kmart has a social responsibility to pull this off their shelves immediately. Well, her outrage led her to change.org, where she started a... They're international now. I don't oh, know are they? That. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is the Van Jones group. Change.org, which demanded that the retailer pull the costume from its stores. The petition has earned close to 250 signatures in the three days since its launch. <laughs> 250 full signatures? Two full signatures. And Change.org, isn't that the, the government site where you're, you're submitting the... You have to get to 250,000. No, 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 no. Change.org is the Van Jones. Remember Change.org? That was Color color of Change. change. I don't know what Change.org is. Sorry, that was Color of Change. So I'm, 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 you know, I'm, I'm, I've left something out. Okay. Yes. Yes. I'm dying to know what the costume is because, I mean, they got 250 people to support it. Yeah. It's got to be really. And it's been, with those 250 people, they have removed the costume. Because it was wholly inappropriate. So they removed the okay, costume. Hey, what is it? I'm dying. Seriously dying? I mean, because if I you're mean, literally is... dying, I think I'm going to wait a little bit longer. Because we could make that into a cool episode. Is Stu going to die? By the way, change.org is not the government one either or color of change. It's just a for-profit petition site. Okay. All so right. here we go. Here, here it is. is the thing. Here is the beyond inappropriate got it. costume. It's a, a, a costume that depicts a young girl wearing a wedding gown and a veil. It's hmm? A wedding gown and a veil? Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. mean, are they mm-hmm. saying like it's child brides? Is that what they're trying to? Is that why oh, they think it's inappropriate? Well, isn't that interesting that your mind goes right to where everybody's mind went? <laughs> right? How Everybody sees that, and they mm-hmm. know that 12 million children, some girls as young as six, uh, about the same size as this, quote, costume, are sold and married off oh, by their family God. without their consent. Come on. Child marriage is no joke. Wow. 
Oh, my God. Because I thought they might be going to don't enforce gender stereotypes no. by dressing no. your daughter as a, someone who might want to nope. marry a man someday. But no. <laughs> well, do you have to marry a man no. if you're wearing the wedding dress? Of what kind of stereotype are... Exactly, right? right? Look, at, look at where my mind goes. Oh All these gosh, dark they... places of men and women <laughs> marrying each other. I can't even... Disgraceful. And you're teaching that to a four-year-old that doesn't even know yet if she's a girl or a boy or a them or a there or a Z or uh, an alien. You don't... Not illegal alien. Man, I didn't mean to bring oh that gosh. and jog that out of... Sorry for the trigger. There's no trigger. You should just know you're listening to the Glenn Beck program. That's all we do is trigger people. Uh, By the way, you can get my new t-shirt at uh, shoptheblaze.com. It's the just shut up t-shirt. I think you could wear it in Australia, too. We're so glad that you have uh, tuned in today and uh, and been uh, listening. Uh, we have, uh, I mean, I just went over some stuff about the economic news. And um, mm. Stu said, well, there is a high rate of suicide in the country, if you'd right. like to add to that. Let's, not, let's, let's set a record. See how we can get it. <laughs> Uh, that's one way to go. So you want to do it on Monday instead? No, yeah, yeah, I want, yeah I'll do it on uh, Monday. I am interested in, uh, first of all, your uh, solving the riddle of perfect seconds. sleep. Oh, yeah. That I want to know for my own pur- personal okay. purposes. All right. Um, well, I'm a weird guy when it comes to sleep. I mean, I, I don't, I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how you sleep. Uh, but uh, everything has to be exactly perfect for me. Yeah, no, I have to have, yeah. I have like specific sounds have to be in the room. Like my wife likes to listen to this like soothing piano music. I cannot go to sleep when it's on. It has to be like consistent noise without individual notes. And I keep explaining this to her. And she thinks I'm a psychopath. And that doesn't sound psychopathic at all. I can't sleep with individual notes. What's the problem? <laughs> it doesn't sound like a psychopath. No, at I don't all. want to sleep with a piano. Right. <laughs> I wouldn't mind a piano waking me up in the morning. Right. But not going to sleep. Thank you. All right. Back in just a second. The fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. Hello, America. It's Friday. We could talk about the economy. We could talk about deep state. We could talk about the impeachment. Or we could screw off. Uh, and it's Friday, and I, I vote for screwing off in is the program. one minute. Uh, first, real estate agent just isn't a job, or at least it shouldn't be. There's an art to it. It's a practice of good habits, techniques that takes years to master. And the, the agent doing the job usually comes with a well-deserved reputation, either for good or for ill. There's something deeply important about getting it right. It's all about the money that is on the line. And that is important, but it really is about just moving on. When you have to sell your house, you have to sell your house. And having some compassion. My wife said to me this the other day, uh, I can't take it. I can't take it anymore. We've been trying to sell our house for, what, a year and a half? Um, and we don't have a real estate agent in the network uh, here. 
we just got one, so we're going to see the difference. Uh, but, you know, we have these really great people that have been doing real estate, uh, and it's our neighborhood is very, very specific, and they they do it. But they haven't been calling, and they haven't been keeping us updated, and things like that that you just don't want to happen, you know? Uh, and so... That's what realestateagentsitrust.com is. We find the people who who hit all of the marks. They hit all of the marks. They're the best in the area, but they also have to be responsive to the customer. They have to be able to price the house right because there's nothing worse than cleaning your house and then it just, you know, living in your house. And then, oh, we, we have somebody who wants to see the house, you know, uh, is in an hour. Is that okay? Quick, everybody, throw your crap in the drawers. We got to get out of here. You can only take it for so long. You need a great real estate agent. Realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. So I find myself in this situation to where I found a show that my entire family will watch. And then I go to bed and I have cracked the code of sleep. I am the happiest guy right now. I'm this this show's going to run out of episodes and then we'll go back to fighting on can we just agree on one thing? Just one show. Can we watch one show together? No. I don't like that one because it's this. I want to watch that. Well, I'll watch this. And pretty soon you're just alone in the room just watching big screen TV and you're, everybody else is on their phones. You're like, what? Stop it right now. That's the way it's designed to be. This is the problem. <sighs> you think you need to watch television with other people. You need to watch it alone. Just go in a closet. Go into a theater room. Go into a <sighs> man cave. Go, in, go somewhere else where people aren't and then turn on the television. I just want to watch a show with my family. I love Hearing my family laugh, I love hearing my wife laugh. She used to laugh so hard at the office, and we'd watch The Office all the time, and she would laugh and laugh and laugh and laugh and laugh. And then we can't find a show because she's like, oh, that one, that one's, that, they have a potty mouth. Well, this is why, by the way, that everyone is just rewatching The Office over and over and over again. I know again. it is. It's like the most popular show and in Friends. America. Friends is Friends. Again. And again, like, eh, Friends, eh. But I mean, The Office is one of the greatest television shows yeah. of all time. Uh, and it, it is one of those things that now is like probably one of the most popular well, I would have not uh, wanted valuable media yeah. uh, sources because they'll pay anything to keep that on Netflix. Yeah. And you and you're sitting here and like Friends, I would have never thought about having my young kids watching Friends when Friends was on. But society has changed so much. It's like, oh, the paradise of of a G rated show like Friends. <laughs> it's really not. No, even it's now. not. But compared to everything else yeah. that's being produced, and I don't know why they all think they have to do it. Why does everyone have to put the F word in every show? Why? Why? There's only so many words. Why, and... why do you have to show everybody <laughs> naked, hooking up, having sex? Why? Why? Is it, I mean. Well, I, you know oh. why, right? You're saying yes, why, I but do you know, know why. I do know. But do they not understand that there are people out there that don't want that? We're watching with our families. Is there? Then there's no show, value. What shows are you trying to watch that are everybody's having sex with your family? What, well, what no, show is the that? The shows are not having sex with my family. Well, what are you talking? I mean, about? what show are you watching no, with like your family? My, my wife. Is, so it's not, okay. What is it? Uh, what's the police show? Uh, New York. Uh, 90, Barney Miller. Uh, no, no. No. 
I don't know. There's a show that we watch. Every show we watch, as soon as somebody says, well, damn it, let's get on that. My wife is like, no, we're not watching this. They're using bad language. How many dammits do we need? Oh, my gosh. Honey, have you seen? I've had this argument. Have you seen everything else on television? If you can't watch this, you can't watch anything. Well, I'm fine with that. Let's go read. Oh, dear. That's why you need to go back and watch something wholesome, something that can't be questioned, like The Cosby Show. There's something. (laughs) We have watched The Cosby Show and liked it, and we didn't tell him he was a rapist until after the series, which may have been a mistake. I don't know. Because now they, the one rapist they know, they really like. Uh, That's exactly right. It's not the way you want it. Rapists are funny, Dad. Uh, so, I mean, we, but we did, we watched, we watched all the, I love Lucy's. We watched all the, you know, old Disney stuff from the fifties. We watched them all. And you know, now they're 12. Why can't they watch the Sopranos? (laughs) (laughs) And you know, the answer to this, of course. Yes, I do know the answer, but that's what I feel like every show. The Sopranos used to be like, holy cow. Almost every show is like that. Yeah, I mean, I really do believe we're in the golden age of television. Like, with an exception sh- for families. Yeah, the shows are fantastic, fantastic, but they they do push the envelope. You know, they yeah. don't have to follow any of these rules. Right now, they do have the vid angel situation, which I know Pat Gray is a big proponent of, where you can all it, it, it goes that. with Netflix and, and Amazon Prime, and you can go and you can just set it so we don't want swears, we don't want sex. I got to try that. Yeah, he I, swears by that. He swears by it. I mean, he he only watches stuff with the vid angel thing turned on all the time, even for him. I got to try that. Because Pat, you know, has self-control, unlike us. Yeah, uh-huh. I have no self-control. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I have no self-control. Like, okay, so one, Gotham. Watching Gotham with my son. Okay, I'd like to skip some of the things. And we do, you know, but it's because it, it, it was dark and it had, you know, dark undertones to it. We loved it. Loved it. Until the very last episode. The worst, and I'm not, I'm not spoiling anything if you are, if you haven't gotten to the last episode from last year, uh, I'm not going to wreck anything. Don't watch it because it wrecks the entire series. Really? Oh, it was. We were pissed. We were so excited for the last because it's the setup. The guy's going to become Batman now. And you were like, what the? Did you have a whole new group of writers come in and write this? You're like, uh, yeah, you know, I wrote the whole series. I'm kind of tired. Uh, Chuck, the janitor, come here. Why don't you write this one? It was, it was horrible. Well, I heard a lot of those complaints about Game of Thrones as well, where, where they said no. the last episode was really bad. Is that not accurate? No, I don't think so. I heard I mean, that it was, from lots of people who love that series. Yeah, it, not as bad as Gotham. I, I, there's no ending to any show series worse than Gotham. None. Zero. You couldn't do it. What about the one from the 80s sitcom where they actually, in the middle of the sitcom, stopped and said, "We, sorry, guys, we're canceled, and the show ended? What? Do you know that story? No. It's a real sitcom. I can't remember what the name of it is. I'll, I'll look it up. But they were in the middle of a normal episode. And then they Live? said, hey, we got to go. Uh, we, you mean we have to go on vacation? No, we have to go. We're canceled. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> it just ended. I kind of like that, I kind of like it, too. I kind of like that. That's a, a good way honesty. to end it. They should have done that on Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Winter's coming. No. Wait, who's coming? No, we got canceled. Good no, night. winter's finally here. That's the whole thing. That winter's it. here or we're done. Temperature dropped five yeah. degrees. <laughs> so it's, Humidity's it's, up. You should see what uh, when, when winter comes soon. It's uh, in a thousand years from now, but it could be that in 12 years we're all dead. Mm. Um, <laughs> anyway, so um, I found what I think, and I, and and the— 
the all of the episodes, I am in love with Ricky Gervais. I am. He's so good. He is, I think, the most empathetic actor I have ever seen on television. He wrote The Office and starred in The Office, the British one. Um, and he did this show called uh, Derek that I've been watching. And the, fir- the and there's one character in it in the first season that is an I mean a bum alcoholic who is obsessed with sex, and he is so over the top. And my wife and I were watching and we're like, why is this guy in this? It's such a great show. Why is he in this? And by the time you get to the second season, you realize. It's Ricky Gervais's pattern of the way he writes things. He is looking for redemption. Ricky Gervais, Mm. all of his stories, I really think, are about redemption. People who have gone way off the road and have found their way back to goodness and kindness and decency. And this show, he plays a 50-year-old mentally handicapped kid or guy. And... He likes everything, and he is just, he sees the best in everyone, and he lives in this nursing home where he kind of lives and kind of works in this nursing home, and the episode, I think it's, I'll have to look it up, but it's in the second season, I think it's like the third episode, or, uh, and I'm, I'm telling you, it, it is the perfect television episode i've never really? seen a better episode than that okay the show's called Derek. Derek. okay yeah and i wouldn't i wouldn't start here if you know if you want to watch it but if you want to just see one if it, i've watched it with my family three times now three times we've watched it it's like 22 minutes and it is so it makes you feel so good it's just you believe in decency uh, let me see if i can find it real quick and tell you which episode that's interesting because he has another show that he's doing too. What's the show? Because you, you also uh, recommended this dead, one, Afterlife. Uh, yeah, Afterlife. Yeah, and it's the and same thing. And because of watching that, yeah. I understand Derek. And Derek came out before, um, but I think that's what his deal is. He's he is. I think he's really kind. I don't know, but his humor seems kind of rough. Mm-hmm. But I think he's actually the most empathetic person I've ever seen. He's yeah, you know he, in, in incredibly talented guy. Obviously, I mean, just the office is a, is a world you know is a lifetime accomplishment. I mean, you're talking about one of the greatest uh, TV series or episodes of all time. I would put Diversity Day from the Office in that picture. There's several ones you could put in there, but Diversity Day would be there. The dinner party would have to be in there. There's, Diversity Day dinner party I've never seen. Diversity Day was the second episode of The Office. It was the first one they did originally for the u.s so it wasn't like a copy of a uk script um and it's about michael scott you remember decides to do a chris rock routine now it's not okay oh, yeah, for a remember, white guy I remember that to yeah, do yeah, the yeah. chris rock yeah, 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 yeah. and they do the thing where they put the note cards on each other's forehead with yeah. the different races and right. try to and it's so such a perfect uh description of all the weirdness that goes on with pc and yeah. it's so freaking funny how much ha- did ricky gervais have to do with the writing for the american series uh he didn't write a lot of it but he was they consulted pretty closely on it um and they and you know a lot of people a lot of people complain about the first season because it was the most awkward and most 
sarcastic and he wasn't a likable figure he became more likable in later seasons see but um, i think that i is love what that happens i think that's his pattern he surrounds himself in derek he is this perfect person okay uh he's just he's everything you would love him and he's just this perfect person uh and he sees the best in everyone even though he's had a bad life and everything else and he's just he's happy he's just happy and uh he's surrounded by people that are not happy and are less than perfect but it's awkward at the towards the beginning and then you realize he's changing their lives he's totally changing all of these people and it's just really great it is for the if you ever really if you're ever like down and you're like i really want to feel good Episode six, season two of Derek. Mm. Episode six, season two. Uh, Derek meets the perfect match through his online dating profile. Uh, Loss at the nursing home teaches Derek that it's never too late to make amends. It's phenomenal. And look at his acting. And the last three minutes, the guy is a world-class actor. World-class. You'll love it. All right. Derek, I got to watch that. Derek. Derek. By the way, the BBC is worse than we are because this was on the BBC and it's like they just let words just fly. Yeah, they don't care. They don't don't care. They don't care. Okay, ever heard the phrase uh, rising tide lifts all boats? In the financial world, throughout history, even this day, the rising tide is represented by gold. You know, the, the amazing thing is that what's the price of gold today? You're asking the wrong question. The price of gold remains the same. The value of your dollar is what goes up or down. Okay? <laughs> gold has never changed its price. It's the same value it was in 1886 when they made a $20 gold piece. $20, you could buy what was now worth about $1,800 or $1,500. That's the, way, that's the way it works. Stop at What's the price of gold? What is the value of your dollar? And the value of your dollar is going down as the price of gold goes up. As we print more money, as we go to zero interest rates all around the world, the value of your dollar will go down dramatically. Gold retains its price. Find out if gold or silver is right for you, and please do this now. Make, make this a goal before the end of the year. Get your financial house on order, or at least get the train on the tracks. Goldline.com. Go there now, goldline.com, or call them at 866-GOLDLINE. These people are really great. They're going to help you out uh, when you call, and they're not going to pressure you anything else. So just get you the information. 866-GOLDLINE. 1-866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. We break for 10 seconds. Station ID. Sleep. I have uh, stories on Seattle public schools that are starting to teach now that math is oppressive. Uh, I, uh, I have uh, schools canceling Halloween celebrations now. We also have uh, Ilan Omar talking about a moral stain on our country, and she's actually not talking about herself. So it's so, it's, <laughs> so she's it's talking great. about something else. Yeah, so we, got, we have all of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's uh, coming, up. coming up. You did mention, though, uh, the, the perfect sleep. Okay, Can so you I describe think I've what you've the, done here? I think I've cracked the code think i've honestly cracked the code i 
am somebody I have trouble sleeping. And uh, I got to the point because of the pain thing that I was going through that I just couldn't sleep. Uh, and I looked at the bed like, oh, dear God, I don't want to go through that again. And so... Uh, same way your wife looks at it. <laughs> just thinking about Derek. I'm just thinking about Derek. So as I should have mm-hmm. given the context of our conversation, I should have said that's what she said. Would have been yeah. a better... <clears throat> anyway, uh, <laughs> so... Uh, so I've been, you know, looking for the right mattress for a long time, looking for everything. I love, because I grew up in the Pacific Northwest, I love, like, the windows open. But in Texas, I don't sleep with the windows open because it's too muggy. It has to be the perfect temperature. It has to be, like, 69 degrees. I have a hard time going to hotels because hotels, it says 69, but that's not 69. Uh, and so, you know, I'm, like, 62 degrees. That's probably 69. Uh, and, uh, I love blankets, but if I'm hot, I I can't stand them. The sheets, I like it when it's cold. I have to have a ceiling fan or a fan. And because I started, don't ever do this. I started sleeping with earplugs, uh, when our second child was born, um, because they were crying in the middle of the night and I had to get, I get like four, I was at the time getting three to four hours sleep. I had to sleep. And so I started wearing earplugs and now I can't stop. Once you start that, you don't stop. It's like introducing a noise mm-hmm. sound. Oh, you yeah. can't stop. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so fans, earplugs, 69, uh, it's gotta be cool. It's hard. Okay. Mm-hmm. You got another joke you want to no, share no, with no, the class? No, 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 definitely uh, not. Yeah. No, no, no. Move on. 68 degrees. Does that help you? That sounds sounds, Yeah, okay. Sounds wonderful. All right. So uh, I found the perfect mattress. Got it. Uh, I then found the perfect pillow. I mean this, not a commercial. My pillow. Mm -hmm. Love it. Then my wife said, I found this thing called Chili Pad. Chili Pad. And I'm like, I love that idea. What do you mean? And she said, it will make one side hot if you want it, one side cool if you want it. I'm like, I don't know. And she's like, an electric blanket? No, it's you put it underneath the sheet and it's like tubes and it runs warm or hot water through it. And I'm like, that sounds like that's going to be a nightmare. Tube? You're sleeping on tubes? Yeah, right? Right? Right. And I'm like, no way. That's not going to work. It's going to be awful. And so we did our research on it and some people were like, it's a little loud. And I'm like, this is a horrible idea. Yeah. And she said, well, we can send it back if we don't like it. You know, it's money back guarantee. And then she showed me how much it was, and it was like $1,000. And I was like, you oh are God. out of your mind. She's like, do you want to sleep? Because I'm, I'm right now, I'm either cold or hot, cold or hot, oh, cold or hot. Me too. And I am the same way. So we tried it. Oh, my gosh, we love it. Oh, my gosh, you have to have one. So you don't feel the water. You don't feel the water. You don't hear it. You don't hear uh, it? No. Uh, it has three different speeds on it. I don't mind it at the highest speed. My wife is like, why don't you just turn it down just a little bit? And I'm like, it sits underneath your bed. It's not bad. It's not bad at all. And it is tremendous. And so you can, if you're cold, you can have it heat up. And oh, if- oh, oh, it's, yeah, it's better than this. Because you wake up and you're, I'm always freezing, but when I go to bed, I'm hot. <laughs> oh, I'm, right. 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 There's a science to it. And I looked into the science to it because I didn't want to pay $1,000 for a stupid chili pad with hoses that was running underneath my sheet. (laughs) 
but there's a science to it, and it's unbelievable. It will break the patterns of sleep. You will go to sleep fast. You will wake up warm. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Mm. Want to get me one? or Nope. Just order it to my house? Nope. Or? I don't care if you have. <laughs> I, in fact, I hope you have sleepless nights. How do you live with yourself? If you're a small business owner like I am, you know if you don't know your numbers, uh, you really don't know your business. If you don't know uh, what your inventory is, if you don't know what is coming in uh, as cash, what you're paying out, uh, you know, what are accounts payable, what's HR doing, all of those things. If you don't have that on a dashboard, you can't make the decisions that you have to make. You know, how much money can we invest in this and how, how are we doing on this and what is it right now? You have to know those. NetSuite from Oracle, they now have a dashboard that gives you absolutely everything. You can manage sales, finance, accounting, orders, HR, all of it from your desktop or your phone. You'll know your numbers right now. NetSuite is also offering you valuable insights with a free guide, key seven key strategies to grow your profits. You'll find it at netsuite.com slash Beck. That's netsuite.com slash Beck. If you run a business, I don't care what size it is, you should look into this from NetSuite. It is an unbelievable lifesaver. Well, if you're wondering how TVs change, we have a, a clip from Saturday Night Live from back in the day that you're not going to believe uh, how much has come in so short a time. We have an amazing piece of television history that will show you how far we have come. And it, it centers around uh, the uh, case here in Dallas of the kid getting the sex change operation. We'll get to that in a second. Also, uh, you are going to finish up the uh, thing on the perfect sleep. And I know I we, I we have important news today, yeah. and we'll get to that. Oh, I think this is, this I mean, is, swear to you, I think this is the most important work we can do. So uh, does it feel like you're like on a waterbed? No, or? it doesn't. It's okay. So we're talking, if you just joined us, we're talking about this thing called chili pad, which I've talked to so many people who are like, I've been looking at that and it's expensive and I don't know if it's going to be worth it. I'm, I'm telling everybody I know you've got to order it. You have to order it. It is, it is the key to sleep and there's science behind it to where you, and by the way, it's not a commercial. I don't have anything to do with chili pad. Um, it, it when you get into bed, your body core temperature has to go down. You can't go to sleep until your your core temperature goes down. It's part of your body shutting down. Mm-hmm. And so you can't get to sleep and you can't get to dream state until your body is, is cool. So I go, and I know this sounds crazy because I thought, this is nuts. There's no way I'm going to sleep on this but I put it all the way down. I put it all the way up for the morning. I put it all the way down. It's like, I don't even know, 100-something in the morning. And I set it for 54 at night. Okay? <laughs> this seems a tad extreme. It does. You it are does. actually but an extremist like the media says. No, it doesn't feel like that. Because I was worried it was going to feel like you're just sleeping on a cold slab or cold right. water. Yeah. Or, it's not like that. It just feels... You know how when you get into your bed and your sheets are cool and crisp? Oh, yeah. And you're just like, oh, I love it's like that all night long. My son came, uh, we were in uh, Vegas and our dog doesn't eat when we're gone. He doesn't 
sleep well when we're gone. So Rafe was sleeping in our room because that's where he usually sleeps. The dog usually sleeps at the foot of the bed. And so Rafe, we said, Rafe, go sleep in our bed tonight just to keep Uno company and comfortable. And so he did. He actually called me the next day and said, you never told me your bed was like that. And I'm like, well, son, we haven't gotten to that point in our relationship. <laughs> and he said, he said, uh, that is the greatest bed of all time. It was never hot all night. Wow. It was like, I, he said, I sleep sideways sometimes. I sleep in my bed. Uh, I try to find a, a cool spot all night long. Because your bed collects the heat. And especially if you have a, you know, a, what do you call those, um, you know, spongy mattresses. What oh, those called? yeah, memory foam yeah. type of situation. Y- those things yeah. are like, you're on fire all night. This is unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. I... And you can change it. Like if you say, I want to get into bed and I want to be all warm and cozy for a while. You can put it so it's warm and cozy when you get into bed. And you just change it on your phone, and you put it on uh, there, and then it will start at a certain time. You just tell it when. Start cooling the bed down, and that's when you want to be asleep. It'll hit the right number when you want to go to sleep, and then it will. you can set those points all through the night. And like you say that on your phone, right? Is that where you're... Yeah. Yeah. And my wife, you know, she used to be cold all the it. time. Yeah, you can split it, right? Yeah. Okay. She used to be cold all the time. We had arguments all the time. It's so cold in here. And I thought she was going to keep the bed on her side lightning hot all the time. But, you know, something happens to women, you know, uh, and they get uh, hot and cold, hot and cold, hot and cold. She is no longer tossing and turning. She was the one who said, I can't sleep this way anymore. I uh, This is good. They they should. Can it predict all the hots and colds and hots and colds and adjust? Uh, no, but I think on the phone app, you can actually put in... Uh, how many times you woke up or something, and then it will... Uh, I, I'm not sure, but I think it will suggest... Look, I'm a sucker do. for new products. Uh, oh, this so... is the best one ever. Yeah. This is the best one ever. Ever. I love this idea. Yeah, okay. I love this idea. Um, all right. All right, so should we do this uh, Saturday Night Live thing we've been yeah. teasing? Okay, so here's... This is from, I think, I think it's 1985, I believe. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I want to first take you to Dallas... And the update on this Dallas story of the kid whose mom apparently wants the kid to have a sex change. Dad doesn't. That may be the case, but we found out some information about the dad that appears as though he has a truth problem. Um, And so it it may not change the story because we don't know about the mom if she wants to really have uh, the child have a sex change. But it may not be that. It it, yeah. it it may turn out that that's not actually happening. Story might be more complicated than it's been presented Correct. by Russia Correct. Today, for example. Right. But that does not change the fundamental truth of the story that you should not be, you know, changing uh, the sex of your child at seven. Yeah, you know, I don't think that they're ready for that. My 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 gut tells me. Hmm. Uh, and so uh, we're living in this kind of world. And it is unreasonable for people to you're a hate monger if you say that that's unreasonable to change your child's sex at seven we want to take you back to the time when bill frickin murray was on saturday night live okay how many years ago was it that bill murray was on uh and philip hartman who is dead phil hartman was a scream uh, yeah, a genius he, I mean. a genius in this sketch 
he plays a doctor who, like Time Magazine, another person plays this character from Time Magazine. They're doing a story on this doctor because he he has the like the world's record of always delivering girls. He's never delivered a boy. Yeah, eight eight thousand girls in a row, or something right. like that. And so they're doing a story on him, and they're sitting in his office. And Bill Murray and uh, what's her name, Victoria Jackson, Victoria Jackson, who's mm-hmm. a scream. Uh, they're in there, and she's about to have uh, give birth again. And this is like their eighth child, and she's delivered all girls. And Bill Murray wants a boy, uh, and the doctor has just run some tests. And here's what happens. I love girls. See, Ted really wants a boy. This is our eighth try. We'll try again. No, no more. Doctor, will this one need that operation? Yes, I'm afraid so. What operation is that, Doctor? It's the press. Well, every now and then, a little girl is born with a penis and testicles. Laughing? And, of course, they have to be removed and reshaped. It's, it's quite routine. Five of our seven daughters have had this operation. Doctor, what percentage of the babies that you deliver need this operation? Oh, I'd say 48, 49, 50, 51% in that area. Doctor, here are the reports you wanted. Oh, thank you, Louise. Now, here comes a guy dressed in a nurse's outfit, a skirt. Louise here was one of the first babies I ever delivered. It's, it's John Lovitz, and he's one of the first babies, he, first daughters Louise he ever delivered. Last night. How'd it go? Uh, same old problem. Uh, well, don't worry, Louise. Mr. Wright's out there somewhere. Well, Janet, Ted, I'll be seeing you next week. And thanks, Doctor. Goodbye. Nice to meet you. Man. Bye, Doctor. Okay, bye-bye. Hey, Ted, buck up. A son is a son till he takes a wife, but a daughter's a daughter all of her life. God bless you and your work, Dr. Hawkins. Come on. (laughs) Oh, doctor, uh, I got to leave early today. My electrolysis appointment. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Well, of course. Louise, anything you want. Thank you, doctor. Well, another little girl. Can you believe it? Dr. Hawkins, can't you see what you're doing here? I mean, the 48 to 51 percent, they're not girls. They're little boys. You have mutilated over 2,000 little boys. No. Was it the music? No, they weren't boys. They were little girls trapped in little boys' bodies. And they laugh. The punchline is they were little girls trapped in little boys' bodies. And the press was the one that said, you're doing mutilation. You've mutilated 2,000 little boys. Wow, is that different than the way that would be presented today? Now, I'm going to put this on my website, and I want you to tweet this out and demand an apology. <laughs> Send this to all of these organizations, <laughs> no. that, and I demand an apology for, from NBC, from from all of the people involved, if even is- Phil Hartman. Is a state is a state should issue apology. an apology? They actually, I would not be surprised at all if they took that off of future DVD releases. Sure, they would. Sure, they would. That's just insensitive. You can't make jokes about that. And that's why we should burn that to our CDs. <laughs> you should burn those things right to a DVD 
Uh, so you have, I mean, the, think of all of the things that are just being erased, just being erased. And how, how in the digital world you can do that. And you, you agree to, to it, by the way, when you buy things from Amazon or, uh, you know, uh, pr- like Prime Video, for example, um, or books the same way with your Kindle, like you're signing an, an, a usage agreement. In, in, in effect, you're using, you're getting like almost like a long term lease. Well, you're going to so find can... that out if you've ever bought a Disney thing from Amazon. Uh, once that once that contract runs out and Disney has its own platform, they're not going to be going on Amazon. Well, they're not, once you purchase it, you'd think it's there have been cases though. Uh, this no, is, you, you think Disney's going to pull them off when after that a purchase? Con- when that contract is up, you darn right I do. Hmm. I mean, you said it happens. It happens before you they lose. Have, it has the, happened, yeah. Yeah, you lose the rights as a company. Netflix could lose the rights to these movies because MGM says, "I want all of our movie collection over here," and so they lose the rights. And soon as those rights expire in the contract, then that company can take those rights back, and the money you spent to buy that, you don't own it. Yeah, a lot of people have complained that they have a library of videos and all of a sudden they go to watch one and it's not there anymore. And you thought you bought it, but you didn't. You're just essentially leased it until they didn't have rights to it anymore. Which is which is a problem because you could have a class action lawsuit. And if Disney does it, it could be a class action lawsuit, not against Disney, though, but against Apple or anybody else that you bought it from because it says rent or buy or buy. Right. And it should say rent or lease. And it's a giant scam. Giant scam. I mean, they they will do that, though, even for content, not just for rights, which is a, at least somewhat defensible in some way, maybe. But oh, no, like, they'll just take this. D- d- yeah, they're editing content. They're editing. They're saying this sketch no this is, longer is, is, is okay, and we're just going to delete it. book burning in yeah. the digital world. Yeah. And so you don't, you know, the, history, they say, history repeats itself. No, it doesn't. As Twain said, it rhymes. It rhymes. So book burning is not going to come back with all of us standing around a bonfire going, yeah, let's throw our books in because we've seen that and we know what that means. But it rhymes. We're book burning right now. We're just doing it with the digital space. That's it. A digital ghetto or a digital gulag. All right, I want to talk to you a little bit about uh, home security. Simply Safe makes a great home security system, really great. It is state of the art. It is round the clock monitoring and first name now in home security. Their equipment is very high tech. It's almost invisible. Uh, once you put it in place, you won't notice it. Uh, and, you know, neither will anybody else that is trying to come in. Hopefully, they'll see the keypad when you're away from the house, and you'll, they'll see that it's on, and they'll turn around and go someplace else. There are no hidden fees, no contracts, no fine print. It's just you and Simply Safe. And for $15 a month, you can get the peace of mind that they are monitoring all the time. So when somebody comes to the uh, house and they're breaking in the back window or they're breaking in the door, um, you have a security camera, an HD security camera. They, when the alarm is tripped, they went, they go and they look at the security camera what's happening if they see somebody trying to come into the house they not only just alert police that's what everybody does they call police and say this is a verified break-in that's what changes the response time from 45 minutes to seven minutes that's a lot of time somebody can do damage and everybody knows it's 45 minutes 
the smart thieves know if it's simply safe it's seven there's no reason to even try it simplysafebeck.com go there now simplysafebeck.com you can get your free uh, hd security camera when you order it's free it's a hundred dollar value eyes on your home 24 7 simplysafebeck.com simplysafebeck.com this is the glenn beck program So do you remember when people would say that if you were a Christian and you didn't like Halloween, that you were an extremist? Yeah, yeah there's yeah. always there's always there's a, a decent amount of people who are religious and don't do the Halloween thing. Right. right there's right. a lot of like trunk or treats and, uh, yeah, yeah. and, you know, winter fest or fall festivals yeah, and yeah, such. Yeah. yeah. OK, so now uh, schools are canceling. uh uh, Halloween celebrations mm-hmm. left and right. Really? Got to get rid of it. Is this be, not because it's evil or? <laughs> no, of course not. Of course not. It's, it's uh, not because those... of the blackface pumpkin, is it? Uh, that I no. saw this week? No, okay. no, no, no. It's a uh, commitment to equality and equity uh, equity, and, and creating inclusive, welcoming environments for all. And while we recognize that Halloween is a fun tradition for many, it is not a holiday celebrated by everyone for various reasons and we want to honor that none of them religious it's all about this is holy inappropriate you're coming in a little girl coming in a wedding dress are you kidding me so is it like are they saying there it's offensive to like wiccans or something is it who is it offensive to we are aware of the range the range Mm of inequities that are embedded in Halloween celebrations. That inequities? Take... Is this costume like you're taking over other people's culture? That type of thing? I, yes. It's like you're, you might, someone might wear a Native Culturally, American costume. Yeah, cultural and... appropriation. Okay. So we're moving away from Halloween celebrations that include costumes oh. or similar, uh, similar, let me quote it exactly, similar traditions during the school day. Like Candy? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But you know what stuck out to me with a word? Traditions. Ah. Because Barack knows if we're going to do this, we have to change our language. We have to change our history. We have to change our traditions. Voila, as Mitt Romney's uh, Twitter handle would say. <laughs> Voila. <laughs> it yeah. is accomplished. Mm-hmm.